0: Relax. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. (sighs) Welcome to Pillow Talk Radio, the most delicious place to be. On this podcast, we explore how to create more connection, possibility, romance, and magic in love and in life. I'm your host and relationship specialist, Cora Boyd. Are you with me? Ah, oh, happy new year. Happy new year, pillow talkers. I hope you're feeling fresh and invigorated. I am in Tahoe, which is beautiful. I'm sitting next to a snap, crackle, poppin' fire, which is wonderful. And Ben is going to teach me to snowboard this week, I'm really excited about that. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm totally trying to be a cool snowboarding chick. Maybe I'll get a GoPro and start making videos of me shredding gnar, rolling around in the pow pow. (laughs) Who knows? It's a new year. Anything could happen. (laughs) I'm gonna get a really cute snowsuit as well. So what I wanna share with you in today's episode is around the fear of saying something wrong. I notice this all the time in my clients in terms of opening up conversations or deeper communication that happens later as relationships progress, et cetera, et cetera, right? This fear of saying something wrong. I notice it in entrepreneurs putting themselves out there in the online space, honestly, pretty much everyone. (laughs) And when I say I notice it, I also experience and have experienced it. I'm very well acquainted with this fear as well. Before I started putting out content online, I remember people were always encouraging me to start writing a blog. And I had this story, I was like, ah, I don't know, like, you know, it makes me feel really uncomfortable to put something out there so publicly when like what if I change my mind what if I don't agree with what I said anymore down the line like what if like it just feels so permanent (laughs) ah past self and here's the thing if I look back on some of my earlier writings or recordings or any of those things like of course things have evolved of course i can notice moments when i'm like oh that was awkward or like that was ooh, that was a little off or oh i have really changed my perspective around that and it's okay it's okay so when we can start to loosen the clammy little grip of this fear on our lives Everything opens up. I'm going to walk you through a few perspective shifts, understandings that will help (laughs) and that will help (laughs) that will, I was going to say to help loosen. And I said that will help and that will help in and loosen the clammy grasp of the fear of saying something wrong. See, I just said something wrong. (laughs) Helping. and it was kind of funny. Anyway, so first of all, we have to recognize that we will say something wrong sometimes. We will say things that are a little bit off or not totally appropriate to the context or not entirely informed or maybe even offensive. Simply by being a human, we will sometimes say things that are off. So we want to recognize as well that what is quote off or quote wrong is relative. That's very relative subjective concept. What we or another person are perceiving to be off or wrong is very much filtered through our particular lens or our particular paradigm. So Someone else perceiving that what you have said is wrong or off does not inherently make it wrong or off. All it means is that there is a lack of alignment between you around that thing. Or (laughs) maybe you just futzed up. But the important thing is to remember that a lack of alignment doesn't necessarily mean wrongness. It just means a lack of alignment. And it's also okay to not feel fully aligned or have disagreement around certain things. We don't have to agree about everything with everyone in our lives or even with our partners or someone we're dating. But I love, I love, and I find it very relaxing to just accept that reality, right? Like, so much of the time we feel so afraid of something happening when our nervous system can really calm down when we just can accept it, right? So with anxiety, for example, the best way to alleviate anxiety is not to combat it, it's actually to accept it. It's to accept it and say, hey, oh, I'm feeling anxious about this, instead of like, oh God, why am I feeling anxious? What? Are... No, I'm not feeling anxious, blah, 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 blah. we're to work ourselves into, into a tizzy. The way that it actually starts to loosen its grip is when we acknowledge it and we accept it. So it's a similar thing here. I always feel my nervous system completely calmed down when if I'm worried about, okay, God, what if I didn't, oh, God, did I not do a good job on that? Did I, you know, whatever whatever my brain wants to, <laughs> wants to try to hearken my attention and uh, encourage me to fixate on, Right. It's so relaxing. Let's take the example of what if I what if I did a bad job on that? It's like we can go the route of no, it was great, it was blah blah blah, right, right, right. We can also be like, well, maybe I did do not that great a job on that. Oh, <laughs> you feel that? There's just like, oh, oh, was that thing I said a little off? No, I think it was five of blah, a. Blah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was a little off. Mm Mm-hmm. I will say things in the future that are a little bit off. It will happen. Oh, my God, Ben's singing in the background. I don't know if you can hear him. (laughs) He's singing to himself. He's in the other room. He loves to sing to himself. So... We don't need to give it that much meaning. We can accept that it will happen so that we don't need to live in fear of the possibility of it happening. And we don't need to make it mean that much beyond, oh, oops. It's like, for example, if you go on a date with someone and let's say it's a really good date and there are a handful of things, like maybe two or three things that they say over the course of the evening or day whatever maybe it's day date that give you a little bit of pause right or like raise a question mark or you're like "Mm, okay interesting (laughs) i'm just gonna i'm gonna either inquire a little further into that to see what they meant by that or i'm gonna pay attention i'm gonna notice if i start to see a pattern around that whatever and we still you know we have an overall good time with this person we have an overall good impression we may notice a couple moments that raise a question mark that we can explore in the future. But we give that person grace, right? Unless of course our ninja mind takes over and freaks the fuck out about it. And that's a whole nother story. (laughs) Maybe I should do another episode on that. But the thing we need to recognize is just like we give other people grace when they say a thing or two that we're like, Hmm, that was awkward. Or like, Ooh, that joke was really pushing the limit or (laughs) yeah, that was a little forced we also are saying things like that occasionally right we probably on that same date said a couple of things that that person noticed and raised a a small question mark for them and they gave us grace around so it's okay it is okay this brings me into my next point which is when you don't give yourself space to be off mark and to fail you by default set yourself up for failure. Success is not about slam dunk every time. That's not how it works. That's not how it happens. And what I've come to realize from my own trajectory and then from people I work with I mentor with people that I've been getting to know people I've been studying who are really successful. And just listening and kind of talking with a bunch of people who are are really successful is it's not like success is does not come from people who are successful, whether that's in dating, business, life, whatever. They're successful because they have a healthy relationship with mistakes and a healthy relationship with failures, errors, whatever you want to call it. If we don't give ourselves space to futz about, to like drop the ball, to say the wrong thing, we are setting ourselves up to fail because then we are going to be living, what is failure then? We're gonna be living in a state of calculated fear and inauthenticity where, what is the fear around saying something wrong is, oh, I'm gonna turn someone off, right? You know what really turns people off? calculation, constant performance, and the inability to show our humanness. We connect to authenticity in each other. We don't connect to perfectionism. So that brings me into my next point. Perfectionism. (laughs) Perfectionism is a form of procrastination. I heard Jen Sincero say recently that perfectionism is... I think she said, perfectionism is procrastination in a fancy outfit. I love that. So perfectionism is a form of procrastination. It's an attempt to self-protect from the pain, the potential pain of failure. When we're perfect about something, when we have a standard of perfection about something, we can always find a reason, a buffer of protection if something doesn't work Because we're like, oh, well, it was just that that thing wasn't perfectly blah, 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 right? Or we're stalling, stalling, stalling on. Let's say we have a blog post that we are editing and editing and editing and trying to get to, like, total perfection. And we're getting down to the wire of when it needs to be released. And then we release it. And then, like, if it doesn't do well, we're like, oh, well, I didn't have enough time, right? There's always, like, this buffer of self-protection from the possibility that like sometimes things are a flop sometimes you make something sometimes you say something and it's just kind of a flop so what look at any artist look at their best hits album (laughs) look at how many songs they wrote in order to actually produce and learn all of the things and develop as an artist in the way that they did in order to even create the songs that are revered on their best hits album. Any creator, and that is all of us, we're all creators, any creator hits the mark sometimes more than others. And it is the willingness to continue to be prolific and to continue to put shit out there and to continue to show up that creates the conditions for the next on-the-mark creation. There is a expression in French, which I don't know because I don't speak French, but this is one of those things that someone told me this once. <laughs> Apparently, there is an expression in French called the wisdom of the stairs, which is when you think of the perfect thing to say when you're already leaving when you're already on the stairs and i bring that up with my clients a lot because this fear of saying the wrong thing or this this pressure on our words or this pressure to say the perfect thing is prevalent in dating and relationships so what i say to my clients is nothing happens from you thinking of the perfect thing to say three hours later what actually makes shit happen and come alive in your life is you opening your goddamn mouth and letting what comes out come out and the more you do that the more comfortable you're gonna feel so the higher frequency of you feeling good about the things that come out of your mouth It's gonna lead to higher frequency of you feeling good about the things that come out of your mouth. Because also when we're in fear, we lock up. That's often when we make mistakes or uh, say the awkward thing, whatever, whatever. This is another thing I teach my clients a lot about is social success and dating relationship success. It's not about not having awkwardness. Actually, awkwardness is something that can bring us together and awkwardness is necessary for flirting and attraction. Perfectionism is a way to avoid the true pain of having really tried at something and having that thing fail or not pan out. When we can hide behind the buffer of it not having been perfect or there not having been enough time or whatever it is, We're finding ways to justify not feeling the pain of legitimately trying and having it not work out, which is painful, which is disappointing. And also, we need to give ourselves more credit because we're capable of moving through pain and moving through disappointment. We do so much to avoid disappointment. When we're willing to feel disappointed sometimes, so much more is possible. So, but um, this brings me to my next point, which is, when we're fixated on the fear of saying something wrong, we're putting the pressure on one moment. We are operating from this mindset that one moment is gonna make or break us. And the reality is, sometimes we say the most impeccably poignant hit the mark oh my god yes thing where (laughs) a moment can make us right if we come out we're like you are ugly and you suck and i hate you like right if we're saying that kind of shit yeah maybe a moment can break us but even in both of those examples a moment exists within the context of other moments People evaluate us based on their overall impression of us, right? Based on the cumulative, the compound effect of many moments. And they're also picking up on a much more information about you than what you're saying. That's actually one of the least important things. (laughs) They're noticing your behavior. They're noticing your affect. They're noticing your intentions, right? Right it doesn't really matter that much what you're saying all the time. So when we put this pressure on this one moment to be the thing, okay, what can I do? What can I say? How can I be perfect in order to be worthy of what I want? It's not accurate to how things actually work, which is in the larger picture, in the larger context. And it also, it doesn't acknowledge that People's impression of you is based on observations of your repeated behaviors, observations that are cumulative over time and that are compounded over time. So even if you were to say the perfect poignant thing, if that was coming from a context of them having an impression of you and your energy and your overall state of being that was blah, it might not do jack shit if you saying something totally whack was in the context of the cumulative impression being super favorable they're going to be seeing that through a different lens so we don't need to put so much pressure on one individual moment that being said the whole picture is comprised of many individual moments. So individual moments do matter. They do matter. And one individual moment doesn't need to have the weight of the world hinging on it for us to say, what can I do, right? Us saying, what can I say is a way of us saying, what can I do? What can I do in order to be worthy? In order for this person to see me as worthy, right? When the question really is, who can I be? Who who am I being that I believe myself to be worthy? And then that is then obvious to other people. So the next thing I would love for you to understand is that being your best does not require the complete extinguishment of your worst. So what I mean by this is often we operate from this Mindset, Or I, I noticed a lot of people operating from this mindset that in order to be their best, they first have to slay their worst, right? Let's bring it back to the example of, of making art or writing a song, right? In order to write a song, the best song you can write or a, a song that really is representative of your prowess and your potential in songwriting, that every single song you write has to be at that standard or let's say in order to be you know that feeling when you feel at your best and you feel like you feel in flow you feel good you feel hot you feel like on fire you feel grounded all of that if we think that in order to feel that it means we can never feel like that feeling where you Feel like shit and you're having trouble getting out of bed to go to the kitchen to eat something but you're like really hangry and then you're just like laying there and you're like uh and you're just like feel you feel awful right like (laughs) you can be both you can be both in order to have those moments of being at your best or saying that thing that is like slam dunk oh my god fuck yes I put every iota of my being behind what I just said there right in order to have those moments it doesn't mean we have to extinguish entirely the moments where we feel not great about what we just said or we feel not great about ourselves they get to both exist right and actually the more that we can give ourselves grace to sometimes not be at our best the more frequently we're going to be at our best so you're probably noticing thematically what we're really coming back to is you're not going to hit the nail on the head every damn time but the way that you hit the nail on the head is by swinging the hammer and swinging it again and swinging it again and getting more and more skillful every time that you do. And when you miss the mark, not going and crying in the corner of, oh my God, I suck at hitting nails with hammers, <laughs> right? It's like if you trip, if you're running and you trip, what do you do? You get the fuck up, you dust yourself off, and you try again and you keep going, right? It's so interesting because physically, We can be so much more forgiving with ourselves than emotionally, mentally, right? Where if we trip in conversation, we're like, oh my God, we lay on the figurative floor and we're like, oh my God, I tripped. Oh my God. Oh my God, I tripped. Does this mean I can never run again? I fell. Oh my God. Oh my God, right? No. Sometimes you trip, you get the fuck up and you keep going, It's okay. My last point is this. You can always course correct. You can always acknowledge that what you said was a little off base. You can always counter it with some self-awareness. You can always move the fuck on and just let it exist in the past. You can always course correct. If there's a misunderstanding, you can always clarify. If you don't feel good about what you said, you can always say, hey, I reflected and... I don't feel good about what I said. Here's what I meant, right? Like you can always course correct. And if you're afraid of saying something online that is uninformed or charged or controversial, recognize that it's okay to be opinionated. It's okay to make a stand. It's also okay to be a human and to restore integrity and own I didn't know all the details on that. I didn't know this important piece of the puzzle. Here's where I stand on this, knowing this new information. And as always, I wanna leave you guys with the question of what would happen if instead of focusing always on what is the worst that could happen, we asked ourselves what the best that could happen is. So the point is, you will sometimes say things that are off base and it's okay. Not giving yourself space to fail is failing by default. Perfectionism is a form of procrastination, which is a way to protect ourselves from the pain of feeling that we have failed. Nothing happens from thinking of the perfect thing to say three hours after you had the opportunity to say something. What does make shit happen in life is saying things doing things, showing up. We get to live in the context of the big picture. Our impression of other people and their impression of us exists in the context of a cumulative and compound effect of repeated behaviors and many individual moments. This means that yes, each moment matters and no single moment exists in a vacuum you are okay. You get to be your best self and still make mistakes and still be hangry sometimes. You don't have to wait to be perfect. (laughs) In fact, you'll be waiting forever. So don't. And you can always course correct. You can always course correct. In conclusion, you're totally okay. Let that tight little grip of that fear, just look at it and be like, "Mm, you are trying to protect me. Thank you so much. I think I'm going to be totally fine if I say some off weird, awkward shit because that doesn't really need to mean anything about me beyond the fact that I'm a human being. If anything, it might even help people connect to me more. For those of you who are ready to release this fear of saying the wrong thing and generally ready to get out of your head and get into the fun stuff, get into the moment when it comes to your love life, Magnetics Love School is open for enrollment. This round is for women who date men, and this is going to be the final round for women. This is an intimate, hands-on, three-month experience highly comprehensive, deeply transformational, and fucking awesome, dare I say. You can find out more details on my website at coraboidcoaching.com slash magnetics or on Instagram. You can always DM me. Enrollment will be open for a couple of weeks. So if you're feeling the call, hop on it. This is the last time I'm going to be offering this program. Thank you so much for listening and if you love this episode, if you love any of the episodes I share, please share them with your friends and family. Please repost them on your Instagram stories. Tag me so I can repost you. It's very helpful for spreading the word (laughs) and getting these messages out. Thank you so much. I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Pillow Talk Radio. I'm Cora Boyd, and make sure to subscribe so we can keep you in the loop. In the interim, you can find me on Instagram at thecoraboyd, YouTube Cora Boyd, website coraboydcoaching.com. Have an excellent rest of your day, night, morning, evening, whatever it is, wherever you are, and we'll catch you next week.